Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point? In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it in the Big Ten Championship. He's in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. Because they won a game, and they still will not be ranked again this season. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to a uh, Tuesday edition of the uh, starting lineup. Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be. It's also Valentine's Day Eve. It is. Those that celebrate. Just came up with that one. I like that, Valentine's <laughs> Day Eve. For those that celebrate uh, that ridiculous holiday. Uh, but we'll get into that tomorrow. It's uh, February 13th, 2024. What's happening out there? Travis Sparks alongside Eric Fry. And we're here to talk some local sports. And we're here on ESPN Radio for the next hour. Coming up here, we'll talk some local sports from last night. Some local basketball, girls basketball postseason is uh, getting in underway. And it uh, started on Saturday, but really starting to get into a lot of it uh, yesterday. So we'll hit up on that. And got some uh, big matchups in boys basketball this evening, including one over on our sister station, at Jack FM. And uh, that one that we've been looking at for the LPC as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll talk about those matchups. We'll hit up on what happened in the NBA there last night. And a crucial call there against the uh, Knicks and the uh, Bulls. Get the win. And our guy, Io. Yeah. Having a good night as well, though. We'll hit up on. Speaking of Io's former team, it's, uh, as usual, uh, Tuesday edition therapy session is uh, back in as we hit up on Illinois Fighting Illini basketball as we uh, recap and take a look back at the game on a Saturday. Might surprise Eric with the take that I got today. Oh, boy, I can't wait for this. So tune in uh, for that. And it's back in action tonight against the other team from Michigan. You know, the guy that hasn't beat Coach Underwood in his entire coaching career, mm-hmm. that's what's on tap for the Illini You mean the team tonight. that doesn't even have double-digit wins this season? Yeah, I know. Yeesh. And, Travis, so, you can hear it right here on 98.9. Right here on 98.9. Don't try to look for it. Don't try to watch it. Is it on a certain it is on a certain streaming network streaming yep, <laughs> yep. of course but, but travis we I have am, coverage not to 
cart before the horse. I'm going to put cart before the horse here, Travis. If I was not in the state of Illinois, mm-hmm. 15 and a half scares the daylights out of me. Mm-hmm. That's a big number for a Illinois team coming off a loss. 15 and a half, that's right. That's huge. <laughs> that's a huge number. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I thought that was uh, interesting. But uh, we'll get into that as well as uh, the rest of the action in uh, college basketball last night and uh, take a look at uh, the uh, new polls that came out there for college basketball and where Illinois stands in uh, that, how far they fell after Saturday's loss uh, there. And uh, whatever we don't get to here in the uh, Treasure Show, we get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of uh, fashion as well. So um, I get to uh, some other sports in the pod as well. We'll just see what we can come up with Mm -hmm. here uh, today for a a basketball-centric episode of a course. So uh, without further ado, we need to get it started, and we need to hit up with our first segment. It's called First Things First. Before we get into the show. things first and why don't we start off in the association in the nba we had a full slate of action that occurred uh, there and we'll first start off like we uh, just mentioned there a little bit running down the show but the uh, bulls got the win over the uh, hawks last night 136 to a one at 26 and our guy Ayo Desumu mm-hmm. having uh, the uh, one of his best games of his uh, career 29 uh, points for Ayo there last night, one of the uh, top performers uh, there with the uh, Bulls getting the W over Atlanta. Yeah, one of four Bulls starters with 20-plus points, Travis. That's nice. uh, good. They scored a team a season-high 136 points, uh, 16 points, second most in the game this season. Uh, DeRozan had 29 points as well as Io with 29. Um, yeah, the, the, the four 20-point scores, it's the fifth time the Bulls have done that this season. Hmm. But... Yeah, uh, good win for the Bulls. Good. I mean, I'm not going to talk about how awful their bench was because they didn't really need them when you got, you know, four players. I was going to say, when you, need, you don't need them with 20. Yeah. But uh, good win for Chicago as they get right ahead into the All-Star break here this weekend. So that is a, a new a career best for Ayo Sumu yes. there with his 29 points that he poured in. Uh, they're efficient from the field, a 12 for 18, and a 5 for 7 from a threes uh, there with Io uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you had DeRozan having a 29 as well, Vucevic with a 24 points, and a Colby White with a 20 points as well for those 20-point scorers for Chicago. So, uh, like you said, you don't really uh, need uh, bench production when no. your starters uh, put it in a performance like that. Yep. So, uh, congratulations there to Io for a new uh, career of best representing uh, the Illini mm-hmm. uh, there in Atlanta. Looking good. Uh, last night. Uh, the other thing that was a topic on uh, first take this morning in particular was that a Knicks loss uh, last night. Not only was because of the Knicks, but because of a crucial call there that happened later in the game and that gave the free throws to uh, set up uh, Houston's win there 105 to a 103 
there and Jalen Brunson, not very happy with the uh, call. Uh, Mr. Thib, not very happy uh, there with the uh, call as well. And um, I ended up uh, costing the Knicks the game uh, there. And uh, so uh, some people would say. I didn't see the call, so. I mean, it was a deep three, and um, the Knicks guy kind of bumped him, but mm. you'd see letting it go. But Let him play. Especially but... at the – basically at the buzzer. Right. As well. So, uh, yeah, probably should have uh, swallowed the whistle uh, there and uh, said uh, the crew chief, Ed Malley, uh, said uh, that the live action, the referees believed the lower body contact was illegal contact, but their opinion changed following a replay review uh, there. And they also said after seeing it during a post-game review, the offensive player was able to return to normal playing position on the floor. The contact which occurred after the release of the ball, therefore, is incidental and marginal to the shot attempt and should not have been called uh, there after review in the post game, uh, there. So, uh, the officials saying they got it wrong. Well, at least they admitted they got it wrong, but it doesn't help the Knicks. No, it does not. No. Uh, there in uh, Jalen Brunson after the game, uh, with uh, full Bill Belichick in no uh, mode, as you said, it was a uh, a good call. Next question, or it was a it was a great call. No question. Next question. Here's the other thing, Travis. You know, the Knicks used their challenge earlier in the game. If they wouldn't have used that challenge, they uh, challenged a foul by Taj Gibson on Jabari Smith Jr. in the second quarter. It was unsuccessful. So, therefore, they would have had a challenge. They could have challenged this call, but they didn't have it because they already used it in the second quarter. Mm -hmm. Mm, That You look back at that and go, probably should have kept that one in your pocket. Yeah, probably uh, probably so. Yep. Uh, There, but... Uh, Knicks get the uh, L mm-hmm. after that uh, call. That's what's the big thing there. Uh, going back to the uh, top of the uh, board here in uh, on ESPN, uh, the Hornets. Uh, they beat the uh, Pacers one eleven to one hundred two. The Seventy Sixers got the win against the Cavs one twenty three to one twenty one. Donovan Mitchell goes for thirty six points, but wasn't good enough to help a Philly. Uh, end the nine-game winning streak that Cleveland mm-hmm. had going on prior to that loss. Uh, there, uh, the Spurs won against the Raptors, 122 at 99. The man, Victor Wembanyama, mm-hmm. 27 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, 10 blocks in 29 minutes. 10 blocks. Came the first rookie with a 10-block triple-double since David Robinson in 1990. Also became the first rookie with 10 blocks in a game since Josh Smith. In 2004, his 25-10-10 is the first time since Hakeem Olajuwon did it back in 96, Travis. So mm-hmm. uh, he only played 29 minutes as well, becoming the first player with 10 blocks and five assists in a game while playing fewer than 30 minutes since blocks became official in 73 and 74. That doesn't even factor in his points and rebounds. Um, that's awesome. He's also the first rookie to have a triple-double, Travis, involving blocks and a triple-double involving assists since Block became official in 73-74. Earlier in the year, he had an assist, uh, 10 assists, triple-double. Mm-hmm. He became the first player overall to do this in the same season since Joakim Noah in 2012-2013. Joakim Noah. Yep, and six nice. blocks in the third quarter. Mm. Overall, he has 150 blocks, 152 assists, and 55 steals. 
first rookie with 150 blocks, 150 assists, and 50 steals in the season since Tim Duncan. I'm telling you, we're throwing around David Robinson and Tim Duncan when talking about this guy, not just in Spurs, but in the NBA overall. Mm-hmm. He's filling up the shoes pretty well. Yeah, 10, 10 blocks, second career, triple-double there yep. for Wimbiama. He is on pace, Travis. Travis, to be the first person to average 20 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 blocks at the All-Star break since Shaq in 99-2000. And that year, Shaq won the MVP. Hmm. I'm not saying Victor should be the MVP, but I think he's a shoe-in for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I got a pretty good case the, for the that. The problem is is that he's on a pitiful team. Yeah, that win last night for San Antonio was their 11th win yeah. of the season. Pitiful win-loss record. Rough there for San Antonio. Uh, this one, next one, was an ugly game compared to NBA standards. Uh, the Pelicans won 96-87 to 87 over the Grizzlies. Uh, Pelicans put up a 10 spot in the fourth quarter, and Memphis put up 14 in the mm. fourth quarter. So, uh, hey, Zion and the Pelicans get the win. New Orleans, 10 games above 500 now in the season. <laughs> I only say that because he has an and one. Uh, that was a highlight here on ESPN. Uh, the uh, Bucks put in a nice performance against the uh, Nuggets, 112 to uh, 95. Uh, their Jokic. Uh, two assists shy of a, a triple-double uh, there, 29 points, 12 rebounds, only eight assists. And Giannis, 36 points and a 10 rebounds for the Greek freak. As uh, Milwaukee maybe righted the ship after a slow start after taking over from Doc Rivers mm-hmm. uh, there. Maybe they found it again. Uh, there they had a nice win there against the Nuggets last night. Yep, second straight game. After going one and five under Doc Rivers, yeah, mm. and maybe they're finally starting to get it together, starting to gel. Yeah, they've also allowed under 100 points consecutive games for the first time since November 2021. Hmm, nice. And with the win, uh, Rivers is the eighth head coach in NBA history to win 1,100 games. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a lot of wins. That is. Uh, the uh, Mavericks got a, a win against the uh, Wizards thanks to uh, Luka's triple-double, 26 points, 11 rebounds, 15 assists for uh, Luka. Wizards 9-44 and 44 on the season. Uh, the Warriors won against the uh, Jazz, 129-2-107. Steph Curry at 25 points, 10 assists, only 6 rebounds. And uh, the highlight here on ESPN is Draymond hitting a half-court buzzer beater. Uh, there, so Draymond making it from half court. Uh, the uh, Timberwolves won against the uh, Clippers in a battle of the top of the Western Conference, 121 to 100. Uh, there last night, Anthony Edwards, 23 points, seven rebounds, eight assists, one of the top performers uh, for Milwaukee. Uh, there mm-hmm. uh, last night, and uh, let's see if the uh, season ended today. The uh, Timberwolves would be on top of the West there. Still holding so a surprising. One game lead over the uh, Thunder, which is also surprising as well. Clippers and the Nuggets both one and a half back uh, there in the three and four spots in the West. Look at the Pelicans, five and a half uh, back of the one seed, above their number five right now. Uh, they're a solid one game above the uh, playing line. 
uh, there. And the Warriors now have a snuck back into the 10 spot with the uh, Jazz losing a couple in a row and a five-game winning streak for the Warriors. Uh, now they're one and a half up in the last uh, playing spot uh, there of the uh, Jazz. So Utah, four and six in their last 10, and seven and three in the last 10 for Golden State. So uh, right there, a half game behind uh, the Lakers for the nine and 10 seeds uh, right now uh, there in the West. Mm. Um, let's see, is there anything going down tonight on a Tuesday in the NBA? Celtics in action against the Nets. Uh, national TV tonight, the Thunder squaring off against the uh, Magic. Yes, the Magic. Oh boy. TNC. Then the nightcap is the uh, Kings versus Suns there on TNT. Uh, other action, uh, the Heat are in Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Uh, Timberwolves are back in action in Portland, take on the Trailblazers. And the Pistons are out west to take on the Lakers uh, there at Crypto. Dot com arena uh, there tonight. So we'll hit up on uh, and look at that uh, tomorrow. But right now we got to move on to uh, some other basketball. And it's more local basketball. What happened in uh, girls basketball postseason last night. And get you set for a, a stacked evening of boys basketball as well in the local area. And that's what's coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. I'm Alice Hatcher. And I'm Jonna Schultz with Effingham Animal Rescue Sanctuary. Hey, animal lovers. Do you know you can make a real difference in the lives of our furry friends? Volunteer with your local animal organization. They need your passion and your time to care for and protect animals in need. Whether it's walking dogs in a better world for animals, volunteer today and be the hero that they need. Just a few hours away, Music City is waiting for you to make your next getaway a hit. Experience Nashville's creative energy filled with live music, world-class attractions, year-round sporting events, and a diverse food scene. To plan your trip, go to visitmusiccity.com. Around here at Wrangler, we are all excited for spring. The longer days, the warmer nights. When you've got your pick of shorts and jeans, either works just fine because comfort keeps us going. So grab your family, your friends, and your Wrangler Lair for some fresh air adventures together. Blue skies, open roads. Wrangler, for the ride of the The new year is here. Time for change. Career in the high demand fields of e-security and AI with my computer career in just months. Already in IT? Build your cybersecurity skills and prep for thousands of open positions employers nationwide are desperate to fill. Attend classes live online or on campus. Make this your year. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. And now. So uh, who do you got in the Super Bowl? Who's the Super Bowl? I got Bills and Buccaneers, and I got until they knock them off. I got the Bucks again. They repeat as a champion. I think Josh Allen's great, but not good enough to beat the uh, supposed GOAT. The starting lineup. Well, Travis, I'm going to cheer you up. Are you ready? I got Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. It's time to uh, take a look at uh, some local sports uh, that happened there uh, last night in uh, girls uh, basketball. We got the uh, postseason getting into a full swing there. And uh, we'll start off in the uh, regional that I was at there last night. As in the uh, first game of the night there in Dietrich, it was Altamont picking up the win in a rematch of uh, a matchup that just occurred just two weeks ago. And it was Altamont and getting the win last night as well, 53-38. to uh, 38. It was kind of a completely different uh, game from the uh, first time around there. First time around two weeks ago, Altamont got out to a early uh, lead, but this time it was more back and forth. Uh, this time, as Altamont had the uh, one-point edge after one quarter of a play, and it was kind of a last-second shot uh, there at the uh, very end by uh, Skyly Klein to uh, get Altamont in uh, front there. And then uh, Nioga, they put together a nice first half uh, there as they got things going into the uh, second quarter. And, uh, you know, at the uh, break, Adelie Osborne uh, had a great first half. Uh, she had eight of her 12 points uh, coming that first half. Uh, Richards kind of took over there in the second quarter as well. She ended up with eight of her 12 uh, in the first half as well. And uh, that kind of got Nioga uh, going there, and that kind of got him in front uh, there. But uh, really the main story of the game there was the second half there for Altamont. They came up huge, and I talked about it in the uh, pregame of just how uh, that win against Nioga two weeks ago clinched the regular season title, but uh, the kind of vibes were a little low and a little subdued a celebration because Altamont knew how uh, they finished the game, and they uh, finished it a lot stronger this time around. 34-16 to now scored Nioga. In the uh, second half, uh, it was uh, big on the offensive rebounding uh, there. I know that in the second half in particular, Grace Nelson uh, back into uh, the uh, lineup. Uh, she's got a knee pad on her right knee, but uh, she's going to grit it through. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a gritty performance uh, there last night, particularly in the uh, second half. Uh, she had 24 second-half points, and she ended up with 35 she had a lot of and ones, and she went to the free throw line eight times in that second half as well and was perfect from the charity stripe there as well. Um, I know uh, Bame came up uh, huge in the fourth quarter to hit a three, and uh, uh, Kylie Osteen hit a, a buzzer beater to end the third quarter uh, there to get momentum going into the final period. Uh, Klein also hit a, a big three uh, there in the fourth quarter as well so a lot better job and uh, coach Carr uh, mentioned it that uh, Kaylee Lurkins uh, mentioned it in the uh, locker room that this was she said that this was us again and uh, so uh, this kind of similar uh, the defensive effort last night uh, coach Carr mentioned that it was kind of a defensive effort since the Tuscola game uh, there and so maybe Altima has kind of found their groove Uh, you know Nelson doing her thing of course and gritting it out uh, through uh, the knee, but also uh, getting back to the roots of the defense and defensive effort that they've had in the kind of late portions mm-hmm. of the of the season, kind of before the conference tournament and whatnot. So and sometimes, uh, Travis, you need to get knocked in the face once in order mm-hmm. to realize, oh, that's how that feels. Sure, and we don't want to feel that again. 
Mm-hmm. And this Altamont team seems to have refocused itself through one game. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they can continue it. Yeah, and uh, so they'll advance to the uh, championship game uh, there on a Thursday. Uh, and uh, besides Nelson, uh, Peyton Osteen had uh, six points, uh, Klein had five, uh, Bame had three, Kylie and Lurkins both had uh, two points uh, there for uh, Altamont. So uh, they're 23-5 and five on the season, and uh, Neogo will finish there with uh, 17 wins on the year, and uh, Osborne and Richards both led the way. They had 12 points, and uh, Haley Campbell had a nine uh, there to uh, finish up her career. Uh, there at Neoga, and uh, who will Altamont meet? Well, that was uh, Decatur uh, St. Teresa as the uh, three-seed Bulldogs won over Dietrich 55-46, ended up being the final there, but uh, Dietrich came out and used that home crowd emotion, and the student section was awesome uh, last night, and the home crowd for Dietrich was awesome because that got him out to the early lead uh, there against St. T, and they ended up having the lead uh, there at halftime, but uh, St. T had uh, quite the run there in the uh, third quarter, and uh, they had a great second half in their own right. Uh, there, they outscored them in the third quarter, 18 to 10, to take the lead. And uh, really, uh, once Dietrich lost the lead, they never could get it back. Uh, there, Corley led the way for uh, St. T as uh, she came up big all night long. She had 29. And the game is what she ended up finishing up with. And uh, she had six threes in the game as well. And uh, really, no one else kind of was even close to her production uh, there. So it looks like we could have a matchup of Nelson versus Corley mm-hmm. in the uh, championship game on a Thursday night. But uh, Dietrich had such a great start to the game. And uh, Britain ended up with uh, 24 points on the night uh, there and uh, she got that early on and uh, she ended up uh, scoring her 1,000 point uh, there last night as well. They had the banner going on in the student section uh, there uh, really cool. as well. So, uh, but uh, Dietrich thought they were gonna they were gonna pull it off, but Saint T with a strong second half sets up a matchup between uh, Saint Teresa and Altamont mm-hmm. in the regional championship there on Thursday. Six o'clock, we'll have it for you in uh, Dietrich yep. uh, there. Uh, over in the uh, St. Anthony Regional, it was uh, St. Anthony taking care of business against Cowden Herring Beecher City, 65-248, with also a, a strong second-half performance there for the uh, Bulldogs as Cowden actually had the uh, one-point lead after one quarter, 10-9. to nine. Uh, St. Anthony ended up having the one-point lead at halftime, uh, but then a 28-9, to nine, a third quarter for uh, St. Anthony busted the game. Uh, wide open in uh, St. Anthony's favor uh, there and end up going on to a win of the game. And uh, Ruhal had a 23 in the game. Vonderheide had a 21. And Addison Ritos had a nine of points. Uh, there it was Rodman leading the way for uh, CHBC as she had a 23 points in uh, the uh, loss uh, there. But uh, St. Anthony uh, marches on after a little bit of a slow start. Uh, there, but mm-hmm. you know, they got things uh, corrected uh, there and uh, there into the championship game uh, there in their own regional. And uh, who will they meet? Well, they'll meet a familiar team as it's a fellow NTC team as Windsor Two Straws pulls off the uh, seeding upset here, a six over a four as they won over Central A&M, a 59 to a 53. 
Uh, Windsor had a, a great start as they had an 18-10 lead after one quarter. They extended that a little bit out in the uh, second quarter as well. Central A&M had a strong game in the fourth quarter, though. Uh, they outscored the Hatches 25-15 to in that quarter to almost come back uh, there. Uh, Bergner had uh, 27 points for the Raiders in the loss, but it was uh, Windsor's two straws pulling off the W. Samantha Hayes had a 21. Uh, Kinkler had a 15 in the game as well. And I just saw this uh, this morning, but I saw uh, Coach Lee uh, talk about the uh, win there uh, last night, and uh, that win by Windsor's two straws last night gives them 20 on the season, and that's the only the second time in Lady Hatchet basketball history to win 20 games in a season so nice uh they're having a, a great year, great year. Uh, there and uh an impressive impressive upset uh there over central mm-hmm. a&m uh last night did they have any more magic left in the slippers to take down uh st anthony in the regional championship but it'll be an all ntc final there at the endless center on thursday in the championship game mm-hmm. Uh, elsewhere in the uh, Class 1A Okaw Valley Regional, it was Tuscola winning over Okaw Valley 59-37 and Tri-County over Casey 40-30. Uh, Christman Regional was a South Fork over Christman 49-15 and Arcola with a win over Georgetown Ridge Farm 43-37 to uh, set up that regional championship. Uh, Okaville was all over Central uh, Centralia Chrysler Rock Lutheran 42-11. Uh, Mount Olive Regional was uh, uh, Father McGivney over Mount Olive, 58 to a 27. And Brownstown was a uh, big winner over Maryville Christian, 60 to 15 was the uh, final score there. Uh, Brownstown jumped out to the early lead, a 20 to 6 there, and uh, they held Maryville Christian to a single digit quarters uh, all across the way. So uh, impressive effort, not only on the offensive end, but defensively. Uh, there as well, Seaball uh, had uh, 17 to lead the way for the uh, Bombers. Uh, Diana Hazlett had uh, 13 points as well for Brownstown uh, there. So uh, they'll meet Father McGivney there in the regional championship. In the uh, Lawrenceville Regional, it was a uh, Mount Carmel over uh, Cumberland, uh, 56 to uh, 36 in uh, that one. As Mount Carmel jumped out to the 18 to a 7 lead, uh, Cumberland cut into the deficit just a little bit there at halftime, outscoring the Aces 14 to 13. But uh, Mount Carmel put it to bed in the second half, 21 to 9. They outscored uh, Cumberland uh, there in the uh, third quarter to uh, go on to a win uh, there. And it looks like uh, Denimore and uh, Shoemaker. Kaelin Shoemaker had 10 points there to lead the way for the uh, Pirates in the losing effort. And Randall had a 17 to lead Mount Carmel to the win. And it was also a topless victorious over Marshall, 74 to a 20 single-digit quarters for Marshall here. Topless led a 22 to 2 after one quarter. And Topless also scored 20 in the second, 22 in the third. Uh, to kind of put the game away there and get the running clock going in the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, there, mm, let's see, it looks like uh, Chloe Probst had a 15 in the game. Uh, Zeruzan had 12, Niemerk had 10, and uh, so did Helmnick had 10 points as well for the uh, shoes. So going to be uh, Mount Carmel versus T-Town in the regional championship there. Uh, Maroa Forsyth won over Shelbyville, 44-40. Uh, 
Sullivan won over Ala 44-28. Monticello Regionals, Tolona Unity over Warrensboro-Latham, 49-34. Paris over Monticello, 42-37. Fairfield Regionals, Robinson over Fairfield, 38-23. Carmine White County ends Newton's season, 41-40 there. Newton had the three-point lead after one quarter of play, but Carmine White County came back and took the lead. At halftime, both teams scored 11 in the third uh, Newton ended up outscoring uh, White County in the fourth, but only by a single point. Uh, see a WC winning here as uh, Cameron Martin had a 17 for Newton in the loss. Um, and uh, Newton season comes to a close uh, there in the regional semifinals there. Uh, Breeze Central won over Columbia and Carlisle won over Pinckneyville in the uh, Pinckneyville regional. Uh, Stan was a winner over East Allenwood River, 66-40. Clinton Regional saw Clinton fall to a Deer Creek, 40-28. Uh, Salem Regional saw FEM take the win over a Troy Triad, 55-34, the final score. As uh, This game was tied after one quarter of play at 13, but FEM 11-4. They outscored a Triad in that uh, second quarter uh, there, and they put it out of reach in the fourth. They outscored a Triad 19-4. There in that period to get the win uh, there. It looks like Martin had 10 points to lead the way for FEM. And Beals and Austin both added 9 in the W uh, there for FEM as they march on to the regional championship. And they will... Uh, I didn't put uh, defeated there, but uh, Civic Memorial over Centralia, 62-50 there. And uh, Champaign Central Regional was Mount Zion over Champaign Centennial, uh, 86-27 winner there. And Lincoln continues uh, their undefeated season. They won over Geneso, 84-33 to move to the regional championship against Dunlap, who won uh, the five over the four. Uh, there last night and uh, that was it uh, from last night we have the entire scores on the website fmradio.com for mm-hmm. regional action uh that maybe i didn't get to there uh local local action uh, tonight in uh, girls basketball uh in the uh Chrysler rock lutheran uh, regional it's the four seed south central against the five seed north clay at a uh, seven o'clock uh, breeze modern day regional nashville against belleville all tough catholic at six modern day versus greenville at seven thirty. Staunton Regional, Carlinville against Roxana at 7. North Mac Regional, Gillespie against Pawnee at 6. Hillsboro against Auburn at 7.30. 3A Charleston Regional, Highland against Charleston at 6. Mattoon against Olney at 7.30. And in the Springfield Southeast Regional, uh, Taylorville at 6 o'clock tonight. Following that is uh, Chatham Glenwood against Rochester there at 7.30. And we got a full slate of action in boys basketball tonight as well. In the NTC, you got North Clay at Red Hill, Woodlawn at Dietrich, uh, County Eric Beecher City at Sandoval, uh, Sandoval Brownstown uh, hosting Ramsey, South Central at OPH, Tuscola is at Nioga, and it is the big one at the Inlow Center. It's St. Anthony mm-hmm. hosting Altamont uh, tonight, and that's over on our sister station at Jack FM. Both teams currently undefeated in the NTC, yep. basically a de facto Regular season a championship game, even yep. though I don't know what St. Anthony's schedule looks like to close out the year, but I know that uh, Altamont's last game 
is against Windsor's Two Straws. Right. Uh, there. And uh, is that the right schedule I'm looking at? That's girls basketball. I knew that was wrong. But I got you. Uh, St. Anthony has just Altamont. That's it? That's, That's the last game? Have, yeah. Hmm. That's all I have them for having. All right. Which this last week of the regular season gets kind of iffy. Some teams play after tonight, and some teams decide not to to get ready for a regional play. Yeah. So. Bub. Uh, still. Um, big one. Yep. ANTC uh, uh, tonight. Going down at the Endless Center. Uh, always looking forward to it. Yep. That's the one you're going to be at. And uh, for sure, make the short trek yes. across to the Endless Center. Yep. Uh, the Apollo tonight in Paris is at Charleston. And Mattoon is at Topolis. Decatur MacArthur at Mount Zion. And a normal university at Muhammad Seymour. Uh, Lincoln Prairie. You got Sarah Gordo at Argenta. Sullivan hosting Heritage. Tri-County is the big one that we've been talking about. Okaw Valley mm-hmm. at Arcola tonight. Uh, uh, there. I was going to say, another de facto conference yep. championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Argenta and Sullivan both at 8-2, and two, but Arcola has wins over both those teams. So, uh, you know, this is this is the, the conference championship right here. And it's going down in Arcola mm-hmm. uh, tonight. And then a game that you'll be at, you'll yep. be in uh, Toledo, uh, as it'll be uh, Cumberland hosting uh, Villa Grove there on WCRA. Yeah, Villa Grove enters 13-12 and 12 on the season. So the Pirates centering at 10-18. and 18. Uh, You know, as Coach said, trying to build momentum, heading into regional play. Wants to win these final three games. Feels these final three games are winnable games. Let's see if the Pirates can do it tonight over on WCRA. Good night. So uh, looking out uh, for uh, that game uh, there. Uh, elsewhere in the uh, little lineup, you got uh, Marshall at Robinson at Carmine White County at Lawrenceville. Mount Carmel at Grayville. And uh, Casey is hosting in Newton tonight. I was going to say, that Carmine White County-Lawrenceville game, Travis, Lawrenceville 24-3 and on the season. Carmine White County 22-6. and That's nice. a great game as well. It's a good matchup. Uh, right there, uh, the uh, Central Illinois sees Academy at Warrensburg, Latham, and Clinton hosting at Tremont. And in the uh, South Central, you got Payne at Vandalia, Carlinville at Greenville, Staunton at Gillespie, uh, Piasaw at Hillsborough, and Litchfield hosting in North Mac. Uh, they're currently in the uh, conference on the South Central side that I that I have. Uh, Litchfield seven and zero on the uh, season. Mm. Uh, there, 19 and 10 overall. Uh, there, but Greenville and Pius saw both five and two mm-hmm. in the uh, conference there. And um, Litchfield still has to play Piasaw. That'll be coming up on Thursday. So uh, if Piasaw can get the win uh, tonight against Hillsborough, and you know maybe get some some luck with North Mac beating Litchfield, that may be an interesting game come Thursday night. Could be. So uh, we'll look out for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight in uh, the uh, South Central, but uh, we uh, move on here. And uh, coming up here, we got uh, the uh, Illini uh, segment. It's the gathering of the uh, therapy session for your fighting Illini and Illini fans alike, myself. So uh, let's talk about it and uh, let's uh, move on to uh, tonight's uh, matchup against the other team uh, from uh, Michigan and a guy that's winless against Brad Underwood in his coaching career. And that's what we're talking about coming up next here on The Starting Lineup. The Starting Lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If your bonus just for you, ask around. Talk to your friends. 
You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. And now, the starting lineup. I'll tell you that it's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. That's sports center update. The St. Louis Blues will be in action tonight. They face the Maple Leaves, while the Blackhawks will host the Canucks in NHL action. Super Bowl 58 will go down as the most watched telecast in history. CBS said the matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers had a total audience delivery of 123.4 million average viewers across all platforms. CBS led the way with 120 million viewers, which is the largest audience in history for a single network. A total of 202.4 million viewers watched all or part of Super Bowl 58 across all network, which was more than a 10% increase from Super Bowl 57. Don't tell me that it's not due to Taylor Swift. The Steelers are parting ways with a veteran signal caller. That's right, Pittsburgh announced on Monday that quarterback Mitch Trubisky has been released. The move comes one year after Trubisky signed a two-year extension. Steelers also released offensive lineman Chukama Okafora and punter Presley Harvin. With the departure of Trubisky and Mason Rudolph scheduled to hit free agency, Kenny Pickett is currently the only quarterback on the Steelers roster. The Cowboys are finalizing a deal with their new defensive coordinator. Dallas has reached an agreement with former Minnesota Viking head coach Mike Zimmer to take over the team's DC in 2024. The news comes after a weekend of uncertainty surrounding the position. The 67-year-old Zimmer and the Cowboys agreed to a contract on Monday afternoon. He returns to the franchise after formerly serving as a Cowboys assistant coach from 94 to 2006. Welcome back in to the uh, start in the lineup yeah, on a 98.9. And Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry, over there with those uh, sports and our hits uh, there. All right, so uh, gather around here, uh, folks, uh, fellow Illini fans. Here's the uh, Thursday or the uh, Tuesday uh, annual tradition, like no other, the therapy session for the uh, Fighting Illini as uh, we have a, another loss here on a Saturday uh, the Illini fell there to uh, Michigan State, 88-80. to And I said that I would surprise Eric a little bit today. Okay, I'm ready for the this. take I got. Uh, even the most optimistic Illini fan, like your boy here, is, uh, is a little worried. Mm. Uh, after this loss on Saturday, it's a little concerning. Because... One game is a is a blimp. Mm-hmm. Several games is a is a trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons why I'm sounding the alarm bells is the defense. This team was like 19th in the country at the beginning portion of the season, and basically when we flipped the script to a 2024, maybe it's a coincidence, maybe it's not. But ever since Terrence Shannon Jr. went out and got suspended and missed those games, and then he's returned to the lineup. Just the defense has uh, fallen off a cliff here, and uh, particularly Saturday uh, there as well. One of the things that concerns me was this Michigan State team is only averaging about 60 points a game, and we give up 88 points Mm -hmm. uh, to them. And uh, Illinois folds under pressure uh, there, particularly on Saturday again. 
we blew that big lead against Nebraska late in that one, but we still ended up pulling that one out uh, there at home. But uh, this one, we had an eight-point lead uh, down the stretch, and uh, we just blew it. And uh, the trio uh, there of uh, the Spartans had uh, came up huge, and our big players just kind of shrunk yeah. in the big moments. 221, uh, 229 left to go in the game. Travis, you're up by one. Coleman Hawkins makes a free throw, and then uh, Hall comes right down, makes a, a layup. And then there's a foul uh, on Gruyere, so it was a, a layup with the added foul. So mm-hmm. three-point play makes you down two, and then Harmon immediately turns the ball over coming up. Yeah, turnovers were horrible. And Walker just lays it in. You're like, well, that was a weird, weird turnover. And then immediately Damask turns oh. – I mean, he throws it right to the guy, yeah. uh, 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 Hogert, and then Hogert – Gets fouled by Damas, steps up, makes his free throws. And at that point, it's an 82-76 game. And I was watching. At that point, I was watching the game, Travis. I quit watching. I'm like, this is over. Yeah, basically. This Illini team has fallen apart here down the stretch. And crazy. that is why you should be concerned. Because yeah. as I've talked about, big teams and good teams need to close out games. And this Illini team cannot close out games. Yeah, uh, no doubt. I can't defend it and anymore. you can't not do that in March. No. You have to be able to close out games because, again, you're going to be facing tougher opponents than a 15-9 and Michigan State team. And, yeah. again, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here, Travis. <laughs> I'm really not. But if you look at the Illini wins – there's not a whole lot of great ones there. Is Did yeah, I hear it's... that the Illini do not have a quad one win yet this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how many quad one wins exactly that we have, but I know that we've had several slip through our fingers mm-hmm. uh, here recently. Uh, they're the trio there, the Spartans that I was talking about. Hall had 22, Hogard had a 23, and Walker was big down the stretch yeah. as well. Uh, there and man, I just can't defend him anymore. Like Damas was making me mad. Yeah. On a Saturday with all those turnovers, and he had a bad game uh, there, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there, uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. ended up having more points than he's had since his return, and his uh, shooting percentage doesn't look great because he fall. It was kind of skewed there with uh, towards the end of the game, but he ended up with 28. Uh, there, but man, <sighs> the Illini just fell apart uh, mm-hmm. there uh, down down the stretch. Uh, there, I was also uh, been like, well, you know, it's a missed opportunity there, especially how uh, Wisconsin has played uh, as of late. Uh, they've kind of dropped a few oh, in yeah. a row now, and uh, now that was a chance to kind of take really a stranglehold of second place there and uh, to keep at least Purdue within striking distance. Uh, but now with this loss on Saturday, uh, we're two and a half back of Purdue. So basically uh, they got this, I mean, on a stranglehold with mm-hmm. seven games to go down the stretch. Yeah. So um, it's going to take them a complete collapse uh, to lose the the conference I mm-hmm. uh, hear in the later stages of the year but it, again I don't know what exactly at this point uh, you can't say oh I, I don't know what the right answer is anymore yeah like you said I I 
you said it yourself best. You're tired of fending this team. Mm-hmm. And and again, they're not as good as they think they are. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're second in the Big Ten, Travis, and in a normal year, that's great. But the Big Ten is down this year. It is a mid-conference this year. Sure. So you're beating up on mid-teams. Purdue's yeah. head and shoulders, head and shoulders, if not torsos, above everyone else in the Big Ten. Mm. And then everyone else is just kind of middle-of-the-road pack and just there. Right. That is why Bracketology just came out this morning, Travis. Mm-hmm. Big Ten right now is six teams in. Wow. That's the same as the Mountain West. <laughs> yeah. That seems down The Big 12 sure. and the SEC each have nine. Wow. Now, that is more than the ACC. ACC only with four right now. Wow. But it, mm. it's been a weird year in college basketball. Yeah, it really has. And, Travis, you're going to love this because I know you. Right now, Illinois projected to be a four, still a four, taking on UNCW. Hmm. You know who UNCW, UNCW is? No, I don't. It is the University of North Carolina Wilmington. What is their mascot, Travis? I don't know. The Seahawks. That's oh, right. Seahawks. You get to take on the Seahawks. Your favorite team in football is now going to take out your favorite team in basketball. Oof. Hey, I don't. I don't know about that. I'm hoping that they beat down the uh, Seahawks uh, there, but uh, Illinois has got to do something and I got to uh, figure out late game situations. Yes. I've seen a few other people that I've talked to as well. I don't understand why Ty Rogers is not in there during a clutch situations uh, there. And he wasn't there on a Saturday as well uh, there. And uh, also I saw another thing that kind of uh, upset me yeah. uh, this morning. Uh, there was, uh, it happened on Saturday uh, there as well. I didn't make too much of a, a big deal about it. Cause it also happened at Michigan state as well with the, the officials, but uh, Coleman Hawkins getting a technical mm-hmm. uh, early on there for taunting the uh, fans. And I thought it was a soft technical, but you can't put yourself in that position uh, there with uh, Coleman. And he said after the game that he's had, that he's has a reputation now. Yes. So they see that, but he talked about social media. Like it's the officials. They're not supposed to look at social media and care about your social media rep or whatnot. But, uh, it was a soft technical, but Michigan State got uh, technical as well, taunting the Illini bench right. later in the game uh, as well. So at least it was bad for both teams uh, there. But you can't put yourself in a position there for Coleman. And I've said that so many times, Travis, that, yeah. you know, you got to make it so the official doesn't make the call. That's up to you to not right. put yourself in a position where they have to blow that whistle. Right. And, again, he said it perfectly – his reasoning is totally not right, but it's his reputation. He is garnering that reputation. He is getting that. And I, I said it, I think, a month ago, Travis. This Illinois team can't play the bad boys. <laughs> That's not what they are. And you, you throw in Coleman Hawkins' attitude at times. You throw in all the black cloud with Terrence Shannon Jr. They're trying to feed into we're the bad boys of the Big Ten. No, you're not. You're too soft to be that. Mm, You're not a rigged, hard enough team to pull that off. And I'm going to say it, and and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate from Travis on this, but I don't care. Coach Underwood got out-coached again. He got out-coached again. 
how many times are we going to let this keep happening <laughs> until someone stands up and says, I'm tired of this? Well, I would I would agree, the the coaching. But look who's on the other side of the line there with the coach Izzo. So he's a Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. But that Michigan State team isn't full of Hall of Famers. Yeah, no. The pure talent, I think, is better on the Illini. Oh, yeah. So sure. you shouldn't be losing. <laughs> but the thing about Coleman that uh, didn't make me mad there on Saturday was what I saw this morning that eight hours ago. He since changed it back, but he's uh, changed his uh, profile picture to the uh, call there late in the game where a uh, Michigan State player kind of uh, interfered with the net on Rogers' dunk uh, there. Uh, Coleman, that's not the reason why we lost the game there on Saturday was that uh, blown call uh, there. We lost it because of our pitiful effort uh, and losing an eight-point lead uh, there at the, yeah, and the end. So. Coleman going five of 12 and two of seven from three didn't help either. Stop shooting NBA range threes, yep. by the way, Coleman. I know you want to well. go to the NBA <laughs> so badly, but guess what? The teams didn't call you last year. <sighs> They're not going to call you again this year. You're not mature enough for it. Mm-mm-mm. I'll try to bounce back tonight, though, with the other team from Michigan. 15.5-point favorites we are. You can't lose this game. Can't lose. If they we lose better this cover. game, Travis, I will have a rant for you tomorrow. Oh, boy. So tune in to potentially uh, hear that tomorrow. But we're up against the clock, and uh, we need to hit this last break, and we need to return and talk about the rest of college basketball to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Evan, Canty, and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. I don't know how you decide to pay Dak Prescott this offseason coming off of that playoff performance. I get that he's got a $59.5 million cap hit in 2024. I don't know how you triple down and give him more money this offseason after that abysmal playoff showing. Unsportsmanlike. This is Canty from Unsportsmanlike. Listen to Unsportsmanlike Monday through Fridays on 98.9 The Game. And now, where this is the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Bob, go first. Semis once. Travis. Third round, three times. Semis. Once. once. This year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no it's not. It's Okay. Everyone gets $5. Jesus. Oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> Thought this was a freaking trick question. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. The 
Bentley here on 98.9. We're say a smidge a bit longer. We'll talk more coming up in the uh, pod. Wanted to uh, hit up on uh, college basketball from uh, last night. Uh, the uh, Jayhawks got smoked by Texas Tech. They lost 79 to a 50. Dill Self got himself ejected uh, there last night as well. So mm-hmm. bad night all around for Kansas. Uh, Duke ended up winning here 77-2 to as 69 over Wake Forest uh, there in a top of 25 action. That was it from last night's only two games uh, there. And uh, the Illini uh, were number 10, but with that loss there on Saturday in the new polls, they ended up dropping to uh, 14 uh, spots there. Uh, UConn and uh, Purdue ended up being the same mm-hmm. at 1-2 and two, uh, there. But Houston and Marquette. Uh, round out the uh, top uh, five uh, there in the uh, latest polls. Uh, it's going on uh, tonight in uh, in a Big Ten. You got uh, Michigan at Illinois here. Uh, like we mentioned, uh, 6 o'clock will be the tip-off, and uh, 5 o'clock will begin our coverage here on 98.9 for that game uh, for Coach Howard, see if he can uh, finally win one against Coach Underwood. Uh, but Illini better cover 15.5-point favorites. Uh, and also you got Ohio State at Wisconsin uh, there, and Wisconsin's kind of free fall tailspin here. They have fallen all the way to 20 uh, now in the uh, polls uh, there. They are nine-and-a-half-point favorites mm-hmm. tonight against the uh, Buckeyes. Uh, there elsewhere, Marquette is at Butler, North Carolina. It's Watch Syracuse, out for that game. Butler and Marquette. Mm-hmm. Cat favor by four and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 10, Iowa State at Cincinnati. Duquesne at number 16, a Dayton. Pitt at number 20, Virginia. Illinois State against Indiana State because Indiana State's ranked. Yeah, first time since Larry Bird. First time since Larry Bird. How about that? Sycamore is number 23, 22 and 3 on the season. Yep. Our Indiana State. Uh, they're favored by 18 and a half in that one. Yep. It has been uh, eight. Uh, 817 polls since they were ranked. Wow. Crazy. Uh, Creighton is hosting Georgetown, number 25, Oklahoma, at number 12, Baylor, UCF at number 19, BYU, and Old Miss at number 22, Kentucky. Speaking of a tailspin, the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to avoid another loss at Rupp uh, there, but we'll see tonight, and we will hit up on that Illini in a mission game. Uh, tomorrow as well, but we got more stuff to uh, hit up on in the pod. So uh, catch us there. But uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe and uh, Freddie and Harry exploring more Super Bowl as well. So that's coming up next here on ESPN Radio. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Suzuki, the call. Oh, no. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting uh, lineup. Uh, coming up, we got a few things uh, to uh, clean up here. We got some uh, this date, right? And yep. uh, some MLB. Yep. That's so, about it. Uh, that's what's uh, coming up. What we got? 
here on uh, the uh, program. Is there uh, any uh, news-related things they wanted to uh, clean up? Just the MLB news. Uh, the uh, uh, big one with the free agent? Yes. Uh, outfielder? Yes. A big slugger? Oh, it's uh, Jorge Soler. Oh, yeah. Going to the Giants. $42 million deal. Yep. And both of us are wrong once again. <laughs> free agency pick them. Uh, well, three years, $42 million for Jorge Soler, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. You said the Marlins for Jorge Soler, that he was going to stay put. I said the Cubs, but that would require them to actually sign somebody. Mm-hmm. So. He'll turn a 32 later this month. A lot of swing and miss to go along with his power, so yep. nice to mention in an article Yep. for ESPN. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, one thing that I saw with uh, that, I know you mentioned it earlier on the Sports Center of the Super Bowl, yeah. being the most watched TV program ever. Ever. Touted all those millions of people that watched the game. Crazy. Ever. I mean, this was like the moon landing, almost. Better than the moon landing. Better. Yeah. Uh, and uh, with uh, Tiger playing this week, uh, that announcement that he had, uh, he's got a new clothing yeah, line. new clothing line. Starting the, his own brand, if you will, kind of uh, Sunday Red is his clothing line. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. With, uh, who's it with? Taylor Made, I think. Yeah, it's Taylor Made, yeah. So, Nike partnership over. Yep. Sunday Red. Moving on. New. New brand. I can't wait for people to pay $120 for a polo. Yep. He says, it's the right time in my life. It's transitional. I no longer kid anymore. Life changes. I have kids now. This is an important part of transitioning into this part of my life, to have a product and a brand that I'm proud of. Travis, you know what I read into that? What? Tiger Woods on the senior tour coming to a golf (laughs) course near you. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) He said, also, I'm not a kid anymore. I have learned so much over the years and have a lifetime of experience adjusting my apparel and footwear to help me play better based on the way it was constructed. There are things that I could tell you that no one knew I was doing over the years. I'm ready to share those secrets with the world. Share the secrets. Mm-hmm. Nice. Red is his power color, by the way. Of course. The logo, by the way, is a stretched out tiger with 15 stripes, one for each major tiger has one in his mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. So is there an open possibility to add more stripes? What happens when we win another major championship? We're going to have to redo the trademark. (laughs) There you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you for answering my question. You're welcome. It was the very next line, so I'm glad you... (laughs) They also anticipate having footwear in the market early next year, if not sooner. Sooner. You may see Tiger wearing it sometime this spring or summer. $300? She's... Probably. Mm. Also, don't forget Tiger on the course this week. This week, yep. He's uh, playing host. Yep. So. We'll see how well that goes. Mm-hmm. Right. Does he make the cut? Hopefully he makes the weekend of his own tournament. Does he make Does he make the cut and does he play the whole weekend? We got a 
book him to at least play the entire tournament. He has done. He's hosting. He did that last year. He made all four all four rounds last year. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I had from uh, MLB was that I saw from uh, John Den put up on his. Uh, uh, feed there on X that it was pretty much uh, confirmed because uh, all the remaining teams that have yet to have unleashed a uh, City Connect uh, uniform are going to be rolling out those uniforms, including the Cardinals uh, as well, sometime between opening day and the All-Star break. Guardians, Tigers, I thought the Dodgers already had one, but I guess they'll get another one. Uh, Guardians, Tigers, Dodgers, Twins, Mets, Phillies, Rays, Blue Jays, and Cardinals. We'll all unveil City Connect uniforms this season uh, there for this year Yay. with the new Nike Vapor Premier jersey that will be worn this season. I can't wait to criticize them when they come out. Oh, yeah. I need a new jersey badly, but now I can recycle the Matt Carpenter one and not feel bad about it. Yep. But uh, I want to see what these new new jerseys look like, and maybe I'll get one if it's for the right price. But uh, pretty much confirmed we already knew it was coming with uh, with the Cardinals, but um, is uh, set in stone there. So we'll be looking out for it. City Connect jersey to criticize sometime between opening day and the All-Star break uh, coming uh, up for the season. Be on the lookout, Travis. With all the coverage that I'm seeing here on my feed of these Cardinal beat writers like Katie Wu, uh, Derek Gold, John Denton, and spring training down in Florida. Pitchers and catchers. Yep. Going through it. So, football, goodbye football, hello baseball. Mm-hmm. It's here. It absolutely is. So, uh, we'll be exploring that more. Yeah. Uh, we'll on. be having baseball on the air in just a uh, little under two weeks, I think. Ah, uh, very well. Even though I won't, li- I won't listen. You should, because I don't care about spring training. Right, right, right. Because just get me to the actual game. That's why we're not doing every single spring training game. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So I think that's all that I have. All right. Well, then let's end it with uh, this date in sports history. And, uh, all right, this date, what's happened in this date? On this date, Travis, in 2001, Stephon Marbury scored a career-high 50 points for the New Jersey Nets in a 113-110 loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. Stephon Marbury. On this date in 2006, number one Connecticut lost to number four Villanova. Villanova's Allen Ray led all scores for 25 points, while future NBA stars Kyle Lowry, 18, and Rudy Gay, 19, both shined in the game. Hmm. On this date in 2016, Zach Levine beat Eric Gordon in a classic slam dunk contest. Classic. And that's what that's what it says. <laughs> I'd argue that, but that's okay. And finally, Travis, on this date in 2022, the Rams won their second Super Bowl in franchise history, beating the Bengals 23-20 on a game-winning touchdown by Cooper Cup with one minute and 25 seconds remaining. Cup was named the Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Very nice. There you go. Figure that would bring back some memories for you. Yeah, I remember it. I remember it well. Very well. It was yesterday. No, it was the Chiefs winning. I guess two, two years ago. Yep. And the Chiefs winning was like two days ago. Yeah. Two years ago, Travis, and 
which team do you feel is in a better place to win another one, the Rams or the Bengals? Because neither one of them are looking very – at least the Rams made the playoffs. Yep. So I'd say the Rams. Yeah, you, you know. Got a rookie I think that, wide receiver lighting up the world. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're still in a good spot. Although I think you lost both your coordinators, but. I know. People plucking, plucking the good coaches yep. away. Yep. So we'll have to replace those. Yep. Into the offseason, but I mean, if Joe Burrow comes back healthy, the Bengals are in a pretty good spot, too. They got a pretty young roster. Uh, they're pretty good coaching staff. Yeah, the AFC North just always such a wild card because you don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't know the Ravens. You don't know the Steelers. You don't know the Browns on a year-to-year basis. Yeah. Like, at least with the Rams out west, you know all you're having to contend with is the 49ers. Yeah. And the rest of the NFC is weak enough. You can get a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, that's why we did it this year. That's right. But, uh, but you won't get a wild card spot next year because the Lions will have to use one after the Bears win the division. So That's right. <laughs> after they draft Marvin Harrison Jr. That's right. Justin Fields throwing 30 touchdowns next year. And rushing for 10. MVP. <laughs> on the way yeah yeah we'll keep dreaming keep playing madden can i have entertainment on that for next year's mvp see where justin field stands on that so while i uh, go and look that up we'll uh, get on out of here for the day we got some uh, basketball games to uh, be uh, headed out to and uh, so we'll be back to uh, recap those uh, tomorrow and recap that Illini game uh, against michigan as well on a tomorrow's program until then we will talk to you then thanks for listening and thanks for downloading have a great rest of your day peace ILL.